0: Welcome to That Smart Hustle, a podcast dedicated to the importance of creating your truth, realizing your own self-worth, loving who you are, and the journey you're on, all while planning for the future, but still being present in the now. I'm your host, Kristen Martin. You may know me from my YouTube channel, where I post writing advice videos and day-in-the-life vlogs, or perhaps you've delved into my fictitious worlds by reading one of my young adult books, or maybe we're meeting for the first time. If the latter is the case, then Hello. And welcome. There's plenty of space here for everyone from all walks of life, whether you're lost and can't seem to find your way, or you think you're on the right path, or you're just starting out and have no idea where to begin. It's all about empowering yourself to be the kind of person you want to be and to pursue the lifestyle you want to live. So let's dive in. Hi, guys, welcome back to That Smart Hustle, and welcome to episode seven. So in the last podcast, I mentioned that I was going on a trip, that I was going on vacation to Napa Valley in California to celebrate my best friend's bachelorette party. And I just got back from that two days ago, so it's Tuesday, and I got back from that on Sunday. And that was really great, really fun. But while I was there, I kind of thought of a lot of podcast ideas or just ideas for You know topics and things I wanted to talk about. And one of those was actually the concept of FOMO. And I feel like FOMO was a really big thing a few years ago, and maybe it's sort of gone away, kind of gone out of the limelight. But in case you don't know what FOMO is, it's fear of missing out. And really what FOMO is centered around is the fact that you're so afraid of missing out on certain things, opportunities, events, you know outings with your friends that you end up saying yes to everything and then you end up burning out or getting sick or just doing too much, filling your plate too much. And I know we've sort of talked about that in some of the previous podcast episodes. So today I wanted to take some time to talk about FOMO and to talk about how I've kind of overcome this feeling of maybe being afraid of missing out on something and really just being okay with saying no and being okay with the choices that I've made and continue to make. So as I've mentioned before in previous podcast episodes, I was the girl back in high school and college who took on way too much. I was involved in pretty much every extracurricular activity that you can possibly imagine. I was on a lot of the sports teams, the dance teams, you know, honor societies, student government. I was really involved in all of it, and I do not regret any of my decisions or joining any of those organizations. I really don't regret it because I feel like it shaped it shaped who I am, it made me who I am today, but I also do think that I was really running on E for many many years, especially in high school and in college. I'm happy to report that I have gotten to a place now in my life where I don't feel the need to say yes to everything and I feel like I'm making decisions that are true to who I am and that are aligned with my happiness, my passion, and my truth. So as I mentioned in podcast episode two, which was called Being Busy Does Not Equal Being Happy, I talked about how there were certain areas of my life where I actually quit, or I sort of resigned in certain areas of my life because they were areas that were no longer serving me, and that I think it's really important every once in a while and more frequently to take stock of your life and the types of activities and exercises And just the commitments that you have, just to make sure that everything that you're actually doing and putting your time into are aligned with your truth and your passion and what you believe you were put here on earth to do. And I really wanted to use this weekend in Napa as a great example because I feel like this was a perfect opportunity to feel this kind of FOMO or this fear of missing out of not being involved in every conversation or every activity that was going on. So This weekend was absolutely wonderful. I had such a great time, but I will say that I was ready to get back to my life and get back to my author platform, YouTubing, my books, this podcast. You know, I was just excited to get back to the things that I love to do because they light me up, they make me happy, and they just fill me with joy. This is my purpose. This is my passion. And yes, while everyone does need a break, Every once in a while, I do believe that too much of one thing is never a good thing. I believe it's all about balance and all about moderation. So when I was in Napa, there were a lot of us, a lot of girls, and I didn't know over half of them. So obviously I knew the bride because she's, you know, my best friend of 15 years, probably even more than that. We're probably closer to 17 years now. And I had a couple of other friends that I also knew because we'd all gone to middle school together. So that was really fun to catch up with them, talk with them, just really, I don't know, see them again and hang out with them again. And then there were a bunch of other girls that I had never met before, and they were all super sweet, so nice. I had a great time getting to know them. But what I do want to say is that I did not feel the need to be involved in every conversation or every activity that was going on. So there was obviously a lot going on in this short weekend because we were jam packing our schedule to make sure we could fit everything in. We had to make sure that we went to all the vineyards and did all the wine tastings. And that, you know, we just had all these different events and lunches and just schedules that we needed to follow in order to really stick to our plan for the weekend and truly experience Napa and everything that Napa had to offer. And I feel like we did. We really did. But there were a couple of things that I feel I did a little bit differently. And looking back now, just a few days ago, it's kind of, you know, it's hindsight. I'm really happy that I made these certain decisions. So we got to Napa on Thursday afternoon, and it took us a really long time to actually get there because we flew into San Francisco airport. Then we drove to Walnut Creek to pick up one of our friends, and that was a two-hour drive because traffic is just terrible in San Francisco. If you've ever lived there, been there, then you probably know what I'm talking about. So from Walnut Creek, it then took another hour to actually, it was more of an hour and 15 minutes to actually get to Napa. And when we got there, you know, we started decorating the house. We picked out the rooms. I was running around trying to make sure that the rooms were all set at a good temperature because it was an Airbnb. So the air conditioning wasn't on and I wanted to make sure that there was air flowing throughout the house. So we were doing all this, you know, all this crazy stuff, getting the house put together, going to the grocery store to make sure that we had food and water and alcohol and all the essentials. So I stayed up really late that night, even though I was tired, catching up with one of my friends that I hadn't talked to in quite a while. And I stayed up until 2.30 in the morning, which is 4.30 Houston time because California is two hours behind Texas. So I actually stayed up until 4.30. And then when I went to bed... I could only sleep for four hours. I think my body was kind of in this this weird place, if you will, and I just couldn't get to sleep. You know, I was in kind of a foreign place. It was a foreign room, foreign bed. I'd never really sleep that well the first night anywhere because it's just different. So I remember when I woke up that next morning, I was exhausted. I was so tired, but I could not fall back asleep. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to wake up and I'm going to shower and get ready and kind of start this day. But there were some people who started drinking really early that morning before we had our vineyard tours and our wine tastings. And I opted not to drink because I knew myself well enough where I knew that I needed to eat a pretty decent meal, like a large size meal before I started drinking. I also knew that I just gotten off an airplane the day before I didn't get much sleep, meaning I was probably really prone to illness and to getting sick. I could already tell my voice was really dry and it was scratchy and I sounded kind of Kind of manly, and so I knew that just waking up and starting to drink just because everyone else was doing it just wasn't going to fly with me. So I drank water, and I had absolutely no problem with that. I didn't feel weird. I didn't feel like I had FOMO. There was no fear of missing out, and I just I didn't feel uncomfortable. I was really solid with that choice. So throughout the few days that we were in Napa, we obviously went to a lot of wine tastings. We went on a lot of tours of vineyards, and. There were always options to buy wine. And I really fell in love with a certain wine that I knew I wanted to buy three bottles of it. It was very expensive, but I knew I was like, I love this wine. This is one I would want to age. And I would also want to have a bottle to just be able to drink, you know, on a special occasion and also just to have one, you know, just for Jonathan and I to try out. So while everyone was buying one bottle of that wine, I was buying three. And I feel like a lot of the, the girls bought you know, a wine from every vineyard that we went to, which is fantastic, wonderful, I think that's great. But I just did not feel the need to buy a bottle of wine at every single vineyard we went to. I found the one that I really liked, and I was happy with the fact that I chose to buy more of that particular wine and not just spread it out across the whole, you know, all of the vineyards. There were some vineyards we went to that I, you know, I wasn't too fond of the wine, and it's because I just didn't drink I didn't drink that sort of wine and I was totally fine with that and I respected everyone's opinions, you know, the people that loved it. I was like, that's great. So happy you found this wine that you love. And for those that didn't, I was like, I agree, you know, I'm not this kind of wine drinker. So again, I felt like the group of girls, it was a really great group and we had a great time getting along. And of course, because we were drinking and going on different tours, we obviously had to Uber from place to place. Because, you know, obviously we don't want to get in the car and drive after we've been drinking. So we were Ubering from place to place. I did not care what car it was in. I was like, as long as I show up as the same place as the other girls, although I felt that there were some some girls that kind of wanted to stick together. So I felt like I ended up riding in the same vehicle with the same girls throughout the whole trip, which was totally fine. I was more than happy. But I will say that in the car when there were certain conversations going on, there were some that I wanted to contribute to. And there were others where I just stayed quiet and went on my phone or I looked out the window. I just didn't feel the need to contribute to everything or to be a part of everything because that's just not part of, I guess, who I am or my truth. And I don't have that FOMO or that fear of missing out of always having to be kind of the center of attention or just needing to be involved in everything, in every conversation, in every activity. So there were a lot of times during the tours where I kind of hung back a little bit and, you know, there were, you know, all the girls were up front walking and, you know, kind of had their little clicks or whatever. And, you know, there were two off here and four off over in this corner. And then there was just me in the back by myself, just enjoying my wine and looking around at this beautiful vineyard and everything that was created there and just how amazing the weather was, you know, feeling the sun on my face and feeling the wind in my hair and just truly taking in everything surrounding me. And I think the old me, like high school me, would have felt really insecure that I wasn't talking with someone or that I didn't have someone next to me at all times. I think I've gotten a lot more comfortable with just being alone. I feel that I'm just very comfortable with myself and who I am. And just being able to be alone like that and not even thinking twice about it. And I realized that when I was kind of walking behind everybody and sort of watching all of them talk, it just, I smiled because I just feel really happy that I'm at that place where I can sort of be by myself or I can just look at everyone and not feel any envy or jealousy that they're all talking and having a conversation and, you know, kind of that, oh no, like what are they talking about? Am I missing out on something really important? Because, in the grand scheme of things, I don't really think I missed out on anything. I feel like even though I wasn't a part of every conversation, I was just as involved as I wanted to be, and that was a choice that I made. The same goes for when we would go back to the house. You know, a lot of the girls really sat in the living room and that was kind of the, you know, the meeting space where everyone would go to talk and hang out and chat and drink more wine. And there were a lot of times where I would go out there for a little bit and just, you know, talk to some of the girls and hang out and just chill. But there were a lot of times where I would just go back into my bedroom, kind of like a little hermit, (laughs) and I would pull out a book or I'd pull out my computer or my phone and kind of go through some of my emails. And it was really nice to just be kind of in a quiet space or alone every once in a while. And I didn't have that, that need or that feeling that I should be out there with everyone at all times. And I kind of felt this way at work recently too, where I don't feel the need to be involved in every single meeting or every single function or event that's going on. I think I've really just found this place where I know for me what it is I need to do and what I need to be involved in and with, and to what extent I need to be involved. And then after that, I just sort of back off a little bit and kind of have my alone time. Or do the things that I want to do instead. So I guess I just wanted to share that. I know this podcast isn't super long and now that I'm thinking back to what I just talked about, I'm not really 100% sure there was a really clear point except for the fact that it's just a really great feeling when you don't feel the need to be involved in everything, in every aspect of certain situations. It's very freeing and it's gives you this sense of security within yourself. And I didn't have this for a long time. And I think I just kind of discovered more and more how much I have developed the sense of security with myself, with being alone. I didn't realize how secure I actually am in my decisions and my actions and my choices when I decide to maybe kind of go away from the group and what the group is doing and just kind of do my own thing and blaze my own trail. And I just wanted to use Napa from this weekend as an example because I just felt it, you know, more than once, especially when it came to my choice in choosing not to drink some of the mornings and to just drink water instead when everyone else was doing something else and also to not be involved in every single conversation and just spend some time on my own or by myself. It just felt really, really good. And that's just true to who I am. I know if I had gone out there, and talked with everyone constantly and continued to have those conversations. And, you know, if I had started drinking early in the morning, I just know by the end of the day, I wouldn't have been my best self. I would have been cranky. I would have been tired. I would have been hangry. I would have been a bunch of different things. So I really do believe that knowing yourself and being secure and confident in the choices that you make is so important, not only on, you know, girls trips or anything like that, but just in life in general. I feel like everything you do and every day is a choice and the things you do during the day are a choice. And I feel like when your choices start to align with your truth and who you are, you get closer and closer to that truth and you do the things that just will get you closer to that and get you closer to where you want to be. So that's really what I was striving to do. During that trip and also at work this week, it was the same thing. I had a bunch of meetings today and I made sure I only went to the ones that truly I needed to be involved in. I did not go to meetings where, you know, there wasn't a purpose or a point for me to be there. I just have realized that I'm done doing things that no longer serve me or that I don't need to be involved in because there is such a thing as doing too much and giving too much of yourself where you do burn out. And I always say you cannot pour from an empty cup. So you have to make sure that you fill yourself up first. And if that means kind of breaking away from the group to have some quiet time and to read a book in order to fill yourself back up to be the best version of you, then that's great. And don't feel FOMO. Don't feel like you are going to miss out on anything because I can promise you, you are not. There is nothing you will miss out on if the choice you're making is one that is aligned with your truth. So that is what I want to leave you with today. I hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast. If you did, it would really help me if you would subscribe and also leave a rating or a review on iTunes. That would be so helpful and I would truly, truly appreciate it. So I hope you guys enjoyed it and I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything. For more beyond this podcast, including information on my YouTube channel and webinars, visit me at thatsmarthustle.com. And for daily inspiration and writing advice, come hang out with me on Instagram at Author Kristen Martin. I'll talk with you all again very soon. Cheers!